Hello, everybody. We are those guys you hate. Welcome to the show that encourages you to be your best self by not being like us. My brother and I hopelessly search for nuance as we wade through wacky segments and crazy conversations. If you can withstand the insanity, you might actually learn something. Tyler, what are you going to be discussing on this week's podcast? Ryan, global warming. Is it getting worse or is it just one big fat lie? Hmm. It's getting worse. Oh. And how to snitch on yourself in one of the most embarrassing ways ever. More on that later. Ryan, what about you? This week, are we losing the ability to give ourselves the attention we all seem to crave? And I give you an extreme interaction with a Florida man on Welcome to Miami. Here we go. It is that time of year, Tyler. I know that this Sunday, I'm going to wake up, football is going to be on, and people are going to be dying for my entertainment. Yeah. What do you think about that? Well, we get to watch people get CTE so we can all cheer for our local sports team. Can't spell cute without CTE, Tyler. And that is accurate. Right. <laughs> CTE and you. Now, Tyler, my question to you is how can this be okay? How can we all be all right with knowing that not unlike the gladiators, somebody is going to die here for my pleasure and I'm part of the problem. I love it. I love football, fantasy football. I play with my family. I do too. Yeah, I do too. I, I really enjoy football as a sport. Uh, I, I think it's just um, just getting used to it as a society, accepting it as a society over the last hundred years. Much like I remember when South Park came out as a show when I was in elementary school. I remember that as well. And man, do you remember how big of a deal it was? The humor. Uh, uh, I think it was the group One Million Moms wanted to get it uh, canceled. It was one million moms. Yeah, that's a group that like it's they're very like ultra religious and they it's a whole thing. I think that that's a page I follow on Cora. Is that new to cuties again? <laughs> the people you're that, gonna have, yeah, you're gonna have to listen to the pregame to understand people that. People don't understand. I that. apologize. I was just gonna leave it sitting there. It's one of those things where it's shocking, and it was. We talked about this in the past on the show. It was shocking when it first came out. People were dying on the field, and then over time. People have just, uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? Where people have just gotten used to it. Well, it's it got a lot better. Yes, it. it I don't recall from when I was a kid. It, it wasn't oh, no, like I'm, this. I'm talking from, about the 1908 or right. whatever season. I remember you reporting on this yeah. on the show where people died. There was one game where like seven people died or something like that. On the like field, that. yeah. yeah and yeah. man, did I take a bath on that game. Yeah. <laughs> but I the, the deal is, well, let's start here. Why is football so much more popular than all the other sports. Football is king sport here in America. I think the the lack of games, every single game is so important. That, as opposed to baseball where you have 182, here you got 17. Yeah, I think it's 162 in baseball, it's 82 in basketball. I don't know how many are in hockey, and it's it's only 16 in football. Well, 17 now. 17, of, that's of right. The, of the regular season. That's right, 17 now, so every game is so important. That's, and, a, that's a good point. And also the fact that anybody can win. Anybody yeah. can win any game. In basketball, if you go back and look at who the odd the the odds were favoring going into like the finals the last 7 games, I bet you and I'm just guessing here, the majority of those guesses were correct. Well, the thing is with that and I think it would be the same in football. Now, with football you have an oblong ball so you don't know where it's going to bounce. It there really sure. is so many things inside of football that make it 
um, it make it more likely for you not to be able to pick a winner. But also, if they played seven game playoff series, you would more likely get you know the best team coming out. Yeah, and they do also, a one off. There'd also be people dying on the field sure. again. <laughs> yeah, well, whatever, man. I just want to make sure I make that money. Over under two and a half dead people on the field. Now, my unfortunately, it's exactly two and a half because that third guy got caught right in half. Yeah, and that counts. His legs are still moving, so I think this works out perfectly. <laughs> so, my question to you is this: We'll wrap it up with the idea of what? How can we watch this, feel good about ourselves, and still enjoy what we enjoy? If you have empathy and know the damage that's being done, you can't. You have empathy. You know the damage that's being done, and uh, the one thing that I that I hold. Uh, that I hold in support of me watching it, I guess not support, but just understanding is that this is a choice. These people are, are making, have made the decision to do this. Now, the argument could be made in past years that the information, the facts were being kept from the players. But today, there's nobody that enters football that you don't have the information available to you. Hey, this sport is wildly dangerous and that's fair and i agree with you 100 and i could do the devil's advocate thing of growing up in poverty and a lot of these people come from the inner cities and you would be right and you're almost forced to do this as opposed to doing something else if you want to actually take care of your family you would be absolutely right and with all of that being said i am a hypocrite because i cannot wait my name is ryan and my name is tyler and we are those guys you hate Salutations, my Haitians, and salutations to you, my brother Tyler. Welcome to the show that deals exclusively in juggalo culture. Tyler, how you doing this week, my juggalo? Oh, 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 I was thinking Gigolo. Juggalo, you're talking about uh, ICP. Sure. Yeah, yeah okay, Insane clan, Clown Posse. No, Insane me. Clan Posse is an clan entirely <laughs> different thing. But with this, Also I, my gigolos. Sure, also white faces. Um... <laughs> How you doing, Tyler? Welcome to another episode. I'm happy to be here with you, my brother. I'm good. I'm good. Happy to be you here. You are sweaty. I, I am. I'm just kidding. I'm just joking uh, around. I'm just joking I, around. I, am I sweaty? No. Not, oh, a, not at no. all. I am. Um, I'm tired, man. I'm tired. We went to this event today. It was an assembly. A lot of chaotic energy, and I'm not going to get into the specifics of ooh, energy around me, but man, the energy around me was fucking, just fucking me up. It is, man. It is. When you are somebody who feels that kind of thing. Going out in public, and especially a place like that where it's not a bunch of people assembled for something that you specifically want to do, you take in a lot of craziness from other people. And today, there was plenty there. It was a lot. It was just a lot going on. And and I realized that just trying to, I don't want to say remain normal, but just trying to keep on a straight face while everything is going on around you takes a lot of energy. It's exhausting. Do, do you think that it's worse here in South Florida than it is in other places? No, no. Yeah. I, I think every place on earth has their fair share of just insane people. Yeah, I I hate small talk. Yeah. But you know what I love? Welcome to Miami. Welcome to Miami is... Uh, we are, in my mind, kind of like becoming the new L.A. Is that fair... Uh, Absolutely. Right. Where we're an international city. We're overcrowded, overcrowded. We're running out of room for everyone. All sorts of cultures. 
a lot of great things and a lot of people want to come here. And this segment is designed to let you know why you don't want to come here, Tyler. <laughs> Stay out! Now, this one will give you a quick little, I'm going to give you a story about somebody that I interacted with that I think will bring you specifically pleasure because it just left me feeling so awkward and so uncomfortable. And I know you love that. Mm. So I went to my gym and before I go into my gym every day, I do a little bit of reading. You know me, I like to get in these rhythms. So I do, I'm, I'm standing out front of my car in the parking lot doing a little reading. And then this man wheels up to me, okay? A man in a wheelchair. Oh, I was wondering what you meant by wheels up to you. And I can just tell by the look on this man's face that we're about to have an interesting interaction, okay? Mm -hmm. And what this man, this man who is handicapped, he is noticeably homosexual. Am I allowed to say that? Sure. Okay, yeah. he's noticeably homosexual in, uh, in, in his, in his, the way he's looking at me and the way that he's talking to me, totally fine. Yeah. And also seems to be tweaking out a little bit. What, okay. do you, what do you think that I mean by that when I say that? Uh, high on drugs. He seems to be on some form of methamphetamine. Well, I think it's fair to say, no, I know it's fair to say that drug use is very, very big in the gay community. I mean, just the fact, and- Why is that? Uh, I don't know. That's actually a really good question. Is, but specifically being down here in Miami, because the thing about Miami, we love our drugs. That and they're very easy to find. Very easy. Legal, illegal. You could buy them at the same place. The it buildings are made out of cocaine. That's exactly right, yeah. man. That yeah. is exactly right. And so this guy, he 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 wants to be in a deep conversation with me. Okay, so we're talking. And you don't want to be. This is the thing. <laughs> Here's the thing. And I present this image here on the show that is totally real. I love people. Uh -huh. I care very much about my interactions. I want to make people feel good. And also, I just don't want to be bothered. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm having a, a, a moment. Like, the gym is such a personal thing to me. I really don't want to get into some big, long conversation. But So this is an oil and water type situation. And he was the oil. Yeah, sure. And, and, but you know what? Like I said, I'm working on that. And my immediate thought is, hey, this is your chance to do something for somebody that you don't want to do. This is a great learning experience for you. So he wants for us to be in a video together. Mm -mm. And I tell him. No, my answer is no. I say to him, sir, I am more than willing to take a video of you. I don't personally want to be in a video. Yeah. He's he, Apparently, he, lo he lost his mobility in a car accident, mm. so he wanted to talk something about that. Probably should said, stop taking videos while you drive. I said, I will happily take the video for you if you want. I just want to go into the gym, if I'm being totally honest. Yeah. So we're there for a little bit. It basically turned into him. It was almost like a science experiment where this guy was trying to see how long he could get. I, I, I'm telling you, if it was some sort of like a hidden camera show, mm -hmm. how long can I get this man to stand here and, and, and talk to me? Mm -hmm. So we're going and I'm practicing my patience and I'm like, man, this is what I should be doing. This I always say I want to help people. I have the chance to help somebody. This guy starts putting powder on his face. Oh. He starts asking, he's making sexual jokes with me. Uh -huh. He yeah, is yeah. asking me how he looks and all of yeah. this stuff, and I'm, I'm doing everything I can. Finally, we get to the point where I'm saying, sir, 
You're losing me, dude. We're yeah. either doing this within the next minute, or I, I I'm sorry. I have which is go. totally within your right to say so. I was there for about 15 minutes. Oh God, I was no. there. Get the fuck out of here. I was there for, no. I was there for quite some no, time. You have me for two, maybe, and then I'm gonna go. And this is this is my own personal time. And while I don't want to be rude to you, I am well within my right to say, yo, this is my time. I don't I don't want to uh, uh, give it to you. Well, and this is my problem, and I will wrap this up here in a neat little package, but this is my problem is that coming back from the narcissistic place that I've lived a large portion of my life, I don't know what is me drawing good boundaries and what is me being selfish. I really struggle with knowing, like, am I being a dick right now? No, it's how you say it. It's all about respect. You can set a boundary while not being rude or disrespectful. But my question is, am I being like, am I just being a jerk by not wanting to help this guy out? But 15 minutes is a long time. No, and not only that, my answer is no. If you don't want to take that video of him, that is well within your right. You have, there is no uh, uh, predetermined law that says if you don't take this video for him, you're a jerk. The answer is no. I wanted to help him out and taking a video for somebody, not a big deal. So I go ahead and I do it. He's not happy with it. He wants me to take another video and I literally have to take the phone and put it like in between his arms and start walking away. He's screaming at me the whole way. And as I go back out to my car later, I'm like, bro, if this guy is still here, we are going to have some freaking problems. That is what Miami is like. Uh And, And just to wrap it all up, I get in there, I go to the bathroom. There's somebody in the stall using the toilet with no shoes on. Welcome to Miami. And that... That's how you get all kinds of stuff. I mean... Can you get hepatitis of the foot? I hope so. Yeah. Because that person fucking deserves it. Oh, wishing hepatitis on people. Nice. (laughs) That's classy. Keep it hepatitis. And Tyler, that is my welcome to Miami. And that just... I mean, it just blew me away. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, That is something that I'm really working on, trying to figure out what's me being selfish and what's me just setting boundaries for myself. Uh, selfish is if you promise somebody something and then and then don't do it for them. But setting a boundary is like, I don't want to be, especially with a stranger. Well, what I, if your boundary is I just, I don't want to be talked to by anybody and I don't want to help anybody out. No, but that's not a boundary. You can't stop people from talking to you after they, oh, say, yes, I could. After they say something to you and you want to set the boundary of, hey, I'm just not in the mood for a conversation. That is well within your right. But don't you think it's nice to help somebody out even if it inconveniences you a little bit? I am not going to argue that point at all. Okay. We're simply talking about what is- I am selfish. Tyler, what I need to keep an eye on this. The, the We're having the conversation of what is an appropriate boundary to set. The boundary is always appropriate to set. It, okay. is, it is well within your right to set that boundary. That's it. Well, if that guy is listening to this, erase that video. You took advantage of me. Depression index. Sounds like he was trying to, at least. He really was, man. And yeah. he kept staring at my crotch. No I'm, I'm not saying this to be, like, shocking. It's really true. Mm. I... I the ju- just the whole package of, of the homosexuality and the wheelchair and the... The drugs. The crack. <laughs> it was mostly the crack that made me yeah. uncomfortable, Why, because he didn't have any leftover yeah, for you? I mean, yeah. dude, I would have I would have sat here taking videos of you for hours and hours. Sure, just get me high. If you let me in on some of that sweet, sweet crack. What the Depression Index is, is a machine that I built with my hands very poorly, and we crank it up to let you know how down we are while we're on crank. Tyler... How are you doing this week, my brother? Doing well, man. Like I said, I'm tired, but otherwise I am doing okay. Um, you, you need to store some of that. Uh, you need some of your power in reserve for your goth 
uh, your goth get together tonight. Oh, we're just telling everybody everything. Oh, huh? Man, loose lips sink ships. Yes, I'm going to a goth party tonight. Is that bad? Is Every- that something no, you're no, no, embarrassing? with you. Oh, okay. uh, everybody's going to be dressed in black. Uh, I'm probably going to get my fingernails painted black. It's going to be sexy. Hey. Uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. That's so, awesome. you know, I actually secretly, not so secret, kind of into that whole look. So, Are you? I, oh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, then yeah, this yeah, is going to yeah. work out perfectly. Yeah, it's going to be fun. So maybe I'll get to see some Jinko jeans while I'm there. I love it. A little throwback. I, do you think that our audience knows what the hell a Jinko jean is? Uh, just think to the 90s, those gigantic parachute-like jeans that it's people would wear. Where each leg is the circumference of your waist. Yeah, yeah. And there was way too many zippers. Way too many zippers I, on them. I grew up in the Jinko jeans time. I grew up in the, the literally sk- in Jinko jeans, the skids, overalls, time Z Cavaricis, all that stuff. I, I'm old, y'all. Yay, Ryan. My theme for this week is being alone. You're being, pro or you're anti? Being alone. I think it is something that we. As a society, very much so, we as a society uh, see as a as a negative. Sure. Oh, it's, look at this loser! Doesn't even have enough friends to go out to a movie with him. Well, I well, first of all, going to a movie by yourself is the fucking best. Watching a movie by yourself can be a really beautiful experience. It's a like, great like, time. Like taking yourself out on a date. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. A little alone time, getting to know yourself, and I mean that sincerely. And and enjoying your time with yourself the way that you would enjoy it with somebody else. Absolutely. I'm For all sure. about that. For sure. But I I wasn't even talking about other people's judgments of us because yeah, there are those people out there that me. that may judge you because you're alone. But in my own personal belief, dude, for the most part, nobody gives a shit. Nobody is looking at. I, I have never in my life seen somebody out at a restaurant eating by my eating by themselves and thought to myself, "Wow, this guy can't get anybody to come out with." Who, who fucking thinks like well, that? Well, and I I believe social media is another way where all of this gets wrapped up, where it's like you've always got to be partying and you've yeah. always got to be with your crew and you always got to be blah blah blah. I don't know whose voice that is. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother! Was, I was gonna say, was that Macho it's, Man it's Randy me, Savage? Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> I've been on your page and it's sad, brother. You're making me sad. <laughs> You're making. Me Uh, Yeah, and I would say it is the way that we view uh, being alone. There are so many people, and I very much used to be the same way. Now I fucking, I thrive in that shit. A little bit too much. I can't stop being alone. (laughs) A little bit too much. But there are people that are so terrified to be by themselves, to be alone with their own thoughts, they will put themselves or keep themselves in truly toxic situations so as to not embrace those thoughts. Sure. And so I implore any of you that can hear the sound of my voice, please, it is in your best interest, no matter how terrifying it might seem uh, of, of being alone, leave that relationship. That relationship that you're in, where they don't give you the time, they treat you like shit, they disrespect you, they cheat on you, whatever it is, that toxic relationship that you are in, please do yourself a favor, and I know it's scary, get out. Get out and embrace that relationship with yourself. And at first it's going to be weird and it's going to be terrifying, but I promise you it is the salvation you are looking for. I agree. And then you can at one point be that partner to yourself that treats you the right way. You can learn how to love yourself. And when you do, you can then attract others into your life who then love you. Agreed. But 
the That's the only way that works, I believe. The hard and fast rule, and this is an absolute, we can only love others as much as we love ourselves. That That is a fact, ladies and gentlemen. Do you think that everybody knows that slash believes that? No. Yeah. No, I'm sure there's plenty of people that just heard the sound of my voice and went, what the fuck is this guy yeah, talking about? I was one of them, yeah. For sure. sure. But there may come a day, I hope so, where we suffer enough where we, where I know I did, I was suffering so much emotionally, I got to the point where I literally was like, dude, I will try anything at this point. I, I've tried drugs, I've tried sex, I've tried alcohol, I've tried sex all these- Sex on drugs? Different sex on drugs, kind of fun. Sure. And, and I've tried all these different things. Let me try something that I've always rolled my eyes to. Which is? This, which is which is the belief of of meditation, of therapy, of 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 being alone, so you can get to know yourself and eventually love yourself and attract the right people into your life that will treat you the way you deserve to be treated. Well, and I believe very often we talk about well, what makes us so smart? How what you two have a self help podcast? What the hell do you know? That's the thing. It's not that Tyler and I are better than you, it's that we're much, much worse. We have tried everything that he just listed times 100, and we, this is all that we were left with. I'm gonna try it again. Sure, <laughs> sure. Sex on drugs later, Tyler? <laughs> well, we'll talk about it. But uh, I agree with you 100%, and there, I, I know I've already said it, there is something to a date night with yourself where you get your favorite meal and you watch a movie and you do whatever the fuck you feel like doing that hopefully you're in a place where you can really enjoy that because it's mm -hmm. a beautiful thing. Or I would challenge you if you're in a place where you won't enjoy that, do it anyway. Yeah, put or yourself, you gotta work your way up to it. Put yourself in that vulnerable position. You, you cannot achieve things that you want if you keep trying, keep doing the same things you've always done, which have failed. FOMO's a son of a bitch. It doesn't it? work. So, uh, so that being said, I will say this week, I'm in a pretty good place this week. So I'll go, I am at a four this Spin week. That One, way. two, three, four. Good job, buddy. I think that what you're saying is 100% true. And I, I am somebody who has struggled with that in my life. And I now love a date night with myself. Mm -hmm. So um, Tyler, gay it up. I have mentioned to you off air that I had an epiphany this week. I had a breakthrough this week, and I do believe that in some ways, it kind of feeds into what it was you were talking about. You're kind of excited to tell me. On the pregame, mm -hmm. uh, we talked about the thing with the acting, where you said that, that when you're trying to please uh, you know, the people in the audience, you are no longer doing the job of acting. You're in your head. Instead of these things coming naturally, and, and this is a personal uh, a conversation tip too, when we're trying to figure out, oh, what's the next line that I'm gonna say that's so good? No, just be yourself. I've lived in that area for uh, 20 odd years. It's awful. It is really tough. It's awful. And it turns out I'm not that funny. Now, I have found basically like what you're talking about, where, where very often in my life when I'm talking to people, I'm trying to impress somebody, whatever the deal is, I find myself just after paying attention over and over again, I found that my, I've, basically what you're saying, like I'm in a fog. Like I'm living in, my, while you and I are having an interaction, I'm living in my head and I'm trying to figure out what's going on. So I'm not even really fully there in the conversation. Do you know what I mean? Yes, I do. Okay, yeah. cool. Well, I do notice sometimes your eye, you, cause you wear it on your face, your eyes will glaze over and then you'll only hear a few of the words that I said and then respond in the best way you know how just to those few words. Well, and, and with you, it's a little bit different than what I'm describing because 
Yeah, that's just my own insane brain of like going through uh, whatever I'm talking about and not giving you the full respect of like, hey, wait, stop. Tyler's talking. I need to listen, which is definitely something I need to work on. This is where I'm out and I meet somebody and I want to impress them. And I'm all of a sudden like, you know, running all this math in my head. I, I assume a lot of people know what it is that I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. You're trying to play a role. It's exactly like, hey, right. how, what's the coolest I can look? And here is the, the I, I, I hate to use the term breakthrough. And I hope that I don't say this a bunch on this show. I, I don't think I say I had an epiphany. I had a breakthrough or whatever. I don't think so. Uh, this is something that I really think, and we'll see what the ramifications are as time goes on. Our father left the house when we were a little bit younger. Would you say we we say all we throw around all the time that we have abandonment issues? Would you say that he abandoned us at the time? Yes. Okay, he did. Yes. Yeah, now, we're, we're thankful to say that he is. He came back into our lives, and we have a great relationship with him. But at the time, it was like crippling. It was, it was a big deal. We had a very tight knit family that we didn't see any of these things coming. So it really hit us very hard. And I've dealt with abandonment issues my whole life. And perhaps that is why in a lot of ways, I'm trying to fill the role to make this person like me or to get the attention that I want. This is the breakthrough that I had because when I noticed myself being in that fog, what I recognized is this week, and it's been there staring me in my face for years and years, I don't know why I just noticed it now, and that is, in those circumstances, I do the thing that was done to me. I abandon myself. Mm -hmm. What do you think about that when I say that? For sure. We, we, we enact on ourselves the behaviors that were done to us at an early age. You know, like when people uh, talk down to you, we learn to talk down to ourselves. There you go. You know, it's a, it's just a vicious cycle and we have to teach ourselves, parent ourselves out of those behaviors. And, and that's perfect. This idea of where I'm in this situation where I care about whatever is going on so much that I almost go into like fight or flight mode. Mm. And what I have recognized is I'm all about that flight dog. Like I'm gone. Like I leave myself there to where I'm almost like, and I know how sad this sounds, but these are the these are the ways that you understand yourself better and the way that you can, you know, kind of fix some of these things is by admitting them out loud. I'm almost like, hey, you're embarrassing me. I'm gone. And yeah. it's just like a, a petrified piece of wood sitting there staring back at someone. Well, that's why you see a lot of people out there that are so quick to anger. People you meet in your life that are just angry. Those are the fight. You're the flight. Those are the fight. That's exactly where, where right. they are just enraged by the smallest thing. And you're like, bro, what the hell? That's childhood trauma right there coming out as the fight or flight. That's the fight. And that's how they talk to themselves in their mind. Absolutely. So I'm telling you that idea. And, and I'm going to wrap this up in, in, in again in a neat little package that makes me look kind of uh, I'm embarrassed to say this out loud. But I had that thought of this week where I have been in the gym and I'm looking in the mirror and I'm doing all my stuff and I'm having that thought of. I won't leave you, bro. I won't leave you. No matter what happens, I'm here for you. And that has really helped me out a lot. It's embarrassing to say out loud, but that doesn't make it not true. This week, I am at a uh, two. I had an awesome week, man. It's great, man. Work is kicking ass. The podcast has been fun as shit. We're getting it all together. Podcast mommy is coming in hot. Everything is going great. This week, I'm at a Weird two. Way to One, two. Yeah. She, yeah absolutely. And just in response to, you know, what you just said right there. We're allowed to say that Tyler's gay. Tyler, hit me with the happy death day music. <laughs> I just want to make sure that everybody knows it's kosher. We're fine. Uh, some of my best friends are black. Now that was fight or flight. That was flight. I'm good. That Everything's fine. Flight. All right. See ya. 
Oh, yeah. I've never done a happy death day before, Tyler. I don't think so. This will be your first one. You, you usually do the happy birthday. You have the happy birthday. Happy birthday. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, you're right. That's more fun. Now, Tyler, tell people what happy death day is. Happy death day is when somebody has passed. They have left us. They have left this plane of existence. And we, during happy death day, we like to celebrate the life that was lived. That's exactly right. Do you know the name Mr. Whammy? Do you know the name Mr. Whammy, Tyler? I do not know Mr. Whammy. Mr. Whammy, his real name, Bruce Resnick, is a Brooklyn Nets super fan. An 87-year-old man who okay. has just passed away. His name was Mr. Whammy. 87, that's pretty good. He had a nice run. Good job. And the reason that I even know of Mr. Whammy is my son and I went to New York. We went to a Brooklyn Nets game, and this guy has courtside seats. And whenever the other team shoots free throws, he walks up to the basket and goes... He gives him the whammy, Tyler. Okay. He gives him a whammy, and he's celebrated by the arena. He was cool as shit. So he he puts just for the auto the audio audience. So he puts his, the surfs up sign. It's up, like thumb, the hang ten shaka bra. Thumb and pinky up, all fingers down. He points it at the player, and he like and then gives shakes him like, it back and forth. Uh, it, I, it was either that or palsy. But but the thing is, <laughs> are we gonna cut that? I guess we'll find out. We should cut that because yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that's mean. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. Sure, that's in, not celebrating someone's yeah, life or death. Yeah, yeah. So he shakes it and gives him like this weird, you know, creepy look. And coming from an 87-year-old man who's wearing a, a button-up shirt underneath a basketball jersey, it was awesome. Yeah. He made a great impression on me and my son and Mr. Whammy. We, we, we bid you a, a happy adieu on your, on your trip to wherever it is that you're going. Absolutely. And that is my happy death day. Wow, that felt good. I enjoyed it, Tyler. It's a good segment. There's nothing wrong with talking about death. It's something that is inevitable for all of us. Not for and me. it's something that we need to embrace as a society just in terms of accepting it and and understanding it and talking about it. Okay, you know what? That's a perfect lead-in to, to this next segment. We'll do this, and then we'll go ahead and we'll take a little break. Tyler, you've got mail. Death is coming for all of us. Don't open it up yet. Have you already done it? Nope. Death is coming for all of us, Tyler. And some it, it is something that we should celebrate. It is We should use death as our teacher because no matter what it is that you've got going on, it's all going to be over soon. So live it up, man. Live your life. In the year 1731, Tyler, somebody gifted King Frederick I of Sweden a lion. Well, how would you feel if somebody gave you a lion? Terrified. You would be terrified. Now, if you're a king, you'd probably have a little bit more room than we have here, but nonetheless. Oh, I don't even mean, mean terrified of the lion. My guess is that thing's in a cage. I'd be terrified of all the legal ramifications that would come down on my head. That is super illegal. Oh, okay. Well, and then they'd probably kill the lion. Here's the I, thing, I, I though. I don't want to deal with that. In this scenario, this isn't unlike your Prince Charming take from Sleeping Beauty. You're the king, so you don't have to worry about the you don't have to worry about the legal ramifications. You are in charge of the legal. Man, I gotta feed it, and I only have so many servants to offer okay, it up as a dish. Okay, fine, fine. Well, in this scenario, Tyler, lucky for you, the lion 
almost immediately died. Oh, good. Now, the king was distraught. He was in when you're a king, people don't want to see you upset. You know uh-huh. what I mean? So the local taxidermist wanted to cheer him up, okay? Mm-hmm. So go ahead and crack that open. I want you to see a picture of King Frederick the First lion. What the fuck? <laughs> that that is the lion in its in, in his natural habitat. What do you think no, about no, that? No, describe, it's not. no, it's not. Describe no, to them what it is that you're looking it, at. It's as if um, uh, a cartoonist uh, <laughs> tried his hand at taxidermy. The tongue is out. It's curved. Why did they put the tongue out? That's just wacky. Know. It's like an action shot. So you're saying he tried to cheer up the king. I'm wondering if he did this specifically, made the goofy face to cheer him up, or he's just really bad at his job. If I was the king, I would kill that person. Yeah, I, yeah I, absolutely. I, I, that that person no longer deserves to be alive after what you've done to my lion. I would get a new lion just to feed the taxidermist to him. You know what that reminds me of a little or bit? Her. Remember when you go to Chuck E. Cheese and they have that animatronic band that plays like every 20 minutes? Terrifying. That's what that looks like to me. That, yeah. that looks like one of the, you know, the, the Chuck E. Cheese, you know, band member that plays the tambourine. This could be the centerpiece of that entire band. Man, I wish we had social media so that we could post that. Oh, we can lock it uh, lock it in and, and save it for later. There you go. That is Drew've Got Mail. That is the first half of our show. And we are going to take a break. Break. Those guys. Now... Hopefully, the world is turned around a little bit and the people who are being that divisive now kind of don't know what to do. Yeah, it's um, it, it's an ebb and flow just like everything else in the universe and these things have a balance and counterbalance to them. Where I love gonna, it. You're going to swing it. What do you love? What are you loving right now? You hate. I love, uh, you know, you... Uh, saying the things that you said specifically, I love when the show moves from that thought. I wasn't listening. Yeah, to that. Yeah, 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 yeah. When we edit, yeah. we, we hear this a lot where yeah. I have I have statements that, that I use to just move on to the next thing. I appreciate you calling me out for it. Mm. What a fucking beat. Mm, yeah, that's Don't fine. Ever that's do fine. That. Let the world know what's yeah. going on no, behind well, the scenes. Well, you know, hey, keep up the good work and you're dead. <laughs> Those guys you And red circle. And red circle. Tyler, I've got a sports fact for you. I got this from the Levitard show. I just thought this was a fun one. Mm. The Yankees this year were 69 wins mm. and 69 losses. Nice. For the first time since 1969. Nice. How about that, huh? That's a, that's a really nice, um, very... Uh, Couple 69s cutting it up. Um, that's a very symmetrical uh, stat. I like that a lot. That's, I mean, it, it helps that the term 69 is in there, which is a sexual position. What? Yeah. It's where you put your thing on the thing and oh, I know uh, how to do that. Sure. I and the other thing person, on the thing. Yeah. Right. The other person, what? Uh, puts their thing on the thing. Oh, oh no, no, you no. Don't I, don't, the, I don't, I don't like no, that. No, stop touching that. No, no, but that doesn't go there. 69 <laughs> and 69 since 1969. That's, that's cool. That's a beautiful thing. That is cool. I like that a lot. All right, Tyler. Um, I mentioned this on the intro. Let's talk about it real quick. Then we'll do your GBI and we'll, we'll basically, basically be done here. Mm. Social media. What's your take on it? You like it? Failed experiment, Ryan. It has brought ruin and devastation to our society emotionally as a whole. Do you think that people agree with that or what do you think? I, I think it's one of those conversations where a lot of people would and some people wouldn't. 
but it's, I, it's become such a part of so many people's lives. Absolutely. But I don't think there is any, well, there's still people that disagree with global warming, but I, I think there's very few people out there that would, that would say it's been a positive for us emotionally or spiritually. Uh, no, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think people can recognize like cigarettes. I think people can look at it as, Hey, it's this addictive thing that I know is bad for me. I think that you're totally right about that. But my, my, my question, I guess is this. As it's kind of goes in line with some of the stuff that we were talking about as time goes on and we all want attention. Is that a newer thing or if we always wanted attention and now it's just being weaponized and it's more obvious? I think, oh, I think we've all wanted everybody kind of grows up or most people grow up wanting to be the celebrity, wanting to be the the acting star. It didn't star. used to be like that, though. Because we never had the tools. Yeah. We never had the tools. If you gave people back in the, in 19 odd six this same technology, my my guess would be they would be afflicted with the exact same thing. But in when I grew up in the 80s, there were people who wanted to be movie stars. Perhaps I was one of them. But there were also people who wanted to be, you know, scientists and surgeons and astronauts. I feel like that's all gone. I feel like everybody just wants to be a YouTube star. By the way, those guys you hate.com, go check that out. <laughs> nice. Uh, well, that's the thing is today, if you want to be an astronaut or a pilot or whatever it is, you can be put on a stage, your own personal stage, thanks to technology, while you go looking for those things. So you, when, you, when you wanted to be an astronaut in the 80s, you had to focus on being an astronaut. There yeah. was no time for anything else. I've seen Rocket Man. I know how that works. <laughs> now, great movie. Great movie. Now... You can pull out your phone and while you're going through the process of wanting to become an astronaut, still try and be a celebrity. You you can fit it into your daily life. Yeah. I, I, I Here's the thing is that... You don't, you don't need to make the sacrifice. As we're all just doing everything that we can to get the attention, we, we it's been said that the currency of today is, the, is attention, whether it's good attention or bad attention. If people are paying attention to you... You can advertise, you can be whatever, you know, whatever it is. That's how we decide who is doing well for themselves. The attention that that person receives. But hasn't that always been the case? Like, hasn't it been, um, uh, no, uh, there's no such thing as bad publicity. I mean, if you are one of those people, my, my question is what about our ability to give ourselves that attention? You said on the weekend on, on depression index about people being able to go out and give themselves a good time, which sounds kind of weird. Oh, you phrased it weird. I, it was, what, what did you do? Was, uh, people enjoying a little me time. I said, love yourself. I didn't say crank one out. That's Jeez. what I said too. <laughs> and my question is, are we slowly losing the ability to internalize that? And now we're just farming it out to other people through technology. We are not losing the ability. We are forgetting how to do it. There's okay. a, there's a big difference which is how you lose that ability uh for sure over time if we continue down this path i think over x amount of years however long it takes decades maybe hundreds of years maybe we'll lose that but right now we haven't lost anything we can still teach ourselves how to do it and that 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 uh, skill is innate within every single one of us let's all pay attention to whatever it was we were just talking about tyler <laughs> wow gbi me yeah, giving us attention. I remember. Come on. It was my thing. It's still written down right here. Nailed I'm it. I'm not that bad. There is. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say there, there it's is a long intro. You're there, fine. there is a story that I'm really hoping that you touch on here. There's something that I want to learn about. And if you don't bring it up, I'll bring it up. Okay, fair enough. A little uh, outside looking in GBI. GBI, ladies and gentlemen, if you're joining us for the first time, first of all, Welcome, you sexy devils. You. Howdy. 
Second of all, GBI is a segment uh, bi-weekly where I pick three stories in the news, one good, one bad, one interesting. And I, uh, I repeat them to you because I'm not the one doing the information. And we discuss. We discuss. First, story of the week, Ryan. It's my eternal pleasure, sir. Solar and storage companies have announced over $100 billion in private sector investments in the U.S. since the passage of the Inflation Reduction Act merely one year ago. So what? To, to put that simply... I was going to say, there's a lot of things. To put that simply, solar, you know solar, putting panels on your roof, it absorbs the sun, it creates... Energy from the sun. Energy from the sun. Yeah. It has exploded in the past year. In the past year alone, there is now there have been one hundred billion dollars invested in solar. Well, that's fantastic because we're all trying to figure out a cleaner way to use energy, and and obviously these dinosaur bones that we're filling our car with, not great, kind of ruining the planet. Kinda. So the idea that we can, well, the sun's kind of killing us too, but nonetheless we could take some of that and we could stop ruining the planet, at least in microscopic ways, that's great news. Well, and the sun is killing us because we are destroying the planet and it's all comes from the same We're source. Looking for dinosaur yeah. juice. You're right about it, that. Yeah. Now, now, why has it exploded so much in the last year? You said something about Be- a bill being because, passed? Because of this bill, specifically this bill that was that has been passed, and now, and now we are talking about new and expanded uh, factories that generate solar electricity or that make solar panels, $20 billion in U.S. communities, about, oh, it says 155 gigawatts. I don't know what the hell that is. No, that's a lot of watts. But by, 20, uh, by 2026, the U.S. will have over 17 times its current manufacturing capacity across all factors of solar paneling. That's fantastic. So we are we are exploding. It's it's all of a fancy way of saying we are exploding in our solar panel uh, 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 creation. Is there any drawbacks to solar energy that I'm unfamiliar with? Not that I know of. Okay, heard no. That. I mean, the only drawback would be that uh, oil companies begin to lose their trillions of dollars in profits. Oh, that's unacceptable. <laughs> Well, somebody think of the billionaires. <laughs> Those writers need to just knock it off. <laughs> All right, on to our bed. You are an idiot. <laughs> Hard to argue. I mean. Unfortunately, the good goes right into the bad, or the bad comes right out of the good. Earth just had its hottest summer on record. It is the hottest three-month streak that has ever been recorded on the face of the Earth. Is that a problem? Or any, any thoughts on that, Ryan? I think it's the worst here in Miramar. Is that possible? Uh, no, I don't think so. Because sure. other places were experiencing like 130 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, there were so many places that talked about having 100 plus temperatures for weeks at a time. And it's just outrageous. Hawaii is on fire. What's up with that? Global warming. What's going on with that? Uh, uh, what was it? Uh, is, bur- there, is there a conspiracy there? Burning? Uh, no, no. If you if you say lasers, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a mush your face. I haven't heard lasers, but uh, I'm, uh, I'm willing to listen. <laughs> what were you just about to talk about? Uh, a burning man. That is what I want to know about. That was the oh. story I was going to bring up. Well, first of all, before you start, why do we want to laugh at people who go to festivals? We oh, Everybody loves, unless you're in the festival, we love. Like you told me that story about you being stuck at Tomorrowland. Yeah. Makes me laugh every time. Love that story. 
You're a bad person. Yep, yep. I will admit, I don't laugh at the people at, at Burning Man. I will admit I did kind of laugh at the rich kids at, at Firefest. Fire sure. That one, just because of how how just ridiculous that the whole entire situation was. Anyway, I digress. Well, tell me about Burning Man. Bur- I, I know very little about it other than it's just been... For those of you who don't know, Burning Man is a festival that is held every year, and it's out in the middle of the Nevada desert. It is a desert. It doesn't experience heavy rain. It's it's the desert. Yeah, that's part of being a desert. And they just got flooded to the point where they could not go in and rescue these people. They had to be stranded there. For how long, do you know? I don't know. Actually, go to Week in Review, I think. That would be an interesting Week in Review. But long enough where, I mean, it turned into like Lord of the Flies out there a little bit. Is it already Lord of the Flies? I mean... Kind of, but the whole situation for Burning Man is it's set up where it's all a barter system, where like you have something I want, I have something you want, and we trade. Okay. When resources stop flowing in, that stops very quickly. (laughs) So the sand became so saturated with water that they couldn't move vehicles through. Everything... So crazy. That's so terrifying. You could barely walk through it. That was the problem. It was basically shelter in place, but the shelter was like tents. My tent, which is on top of sopping wet sand. Exactly. Yeah. And so, and this was a once in a multi-generation kind of event. And it just, it just hit us out of nowhere. I think I heard somewhere that, that it's never rained at Burning Man ever before. Ever. And they got it all in, in one shot. All in one shot. So. Okay. Well, I'm sorry for everybody who went through that. Yeah. It's pretty terrible. We're not laughing at you. We're not. No, we're not. Okay. I, I, you I, did start the conversation by saying how you like to laugh at people who get stuck at festivals. I think of, no, I, I meant as a society. I think of myself to some degree as a festival person. I've been to plenty of festivals. You I mean, have. I'm not going out to Burning Man, but I, I, I'm probably one of those people that I assume people would want to laugh at. If you're at the festival, maybe. That's what I mean. Like, yeah. we've gone to Ultra a bunch of times. We've done a lot of festivals together, you and I. I dare you to rain me out of there. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm just kidding, yeah. Mother Earth. I'm just Please kidding. Don't. Please. We have solar panels. Well, uh, the the UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres, he um, he said something that I don't know is either cool or the cheesiest thing I've ever heard in my life. Let me hear it. Which is the dog days of summer are not just barking, they are biting. No, that's pretty lame. It's pretty lame. That's pretty lame. Yeah, it's hot. Just just say it's hot. That's yeah. fine. Yeah, it's um. He he goes on to say our planet has just endured a season of simmering, the hottest summer on record, climate breakdown has begun. So what does that mean? It means the climate is starting to break down. Wow. So uh, we're in a kind of a dangerous place. The Obviously, the Arctic ice is, is melting. Something that I learned while going through this is one of the most in- interesting things is it's not even the Arctic ice that is currently in the water that is so dangerous, although that will pose problems because it's uh, so much of it is fresh water and that'll mess with a lot of the currents and a lot of the way that the it's weather what? acts It's right the now. shelves that will soon be in the water? It's, the, it's the, the Arctic ice that is on land. Above the water. Canada, Norway, Greenland, Iceland. That will make the water rise drastically, and we're gonna we're gonna see mass migrations in the near future because people will be flooded out of their homes. Well, good thing that we live in a 
pretty below sea level area. So uh, those guys you hate may be coming to your town soon and staying there. Yeah. So, sure, Kansas, move over. Yeah, yeah. If you've got a uh, uh, couch that we can sleep on, bunk beds. go to those guys you hate. Sure. Wait, if you have bunk beds that nobody is currently staying in, don't invite me over because that is a huge red flag. That's like that's like adults at Disney World with no kids. <laughs> I, just, I, I just don't trust right. you. What's, what are you planning on? Why about? are you here? Well, look at me. What are you doing? <laughs> Let's move on to our interesting and stop thinking about that apocalyptic future that waits us all. And people at Disney with no kids. That's right. That's exciting. Agreed. Ryan, this one is just, just unfortunate. A man who was accused and sentenced to 85 years behind bars for killing his mother's boyfriend got caught. We've all been there. Got caught because he recorded himself on voicemail murdering him. On a a butt dial? No, well, he made the phone call and forgot to hang up, Ryan. Forgot to hang up. That's like getting caught cheating by the ring camera. It's just technology. It's out there, man. That's right. Pay attention. But phone calls have been around for a long time. Go in through the basement window. How many times do I got to tell you, damn it? I feel like we're having two different conversations. I'm just saying. It's, It's right there. It alerts the phone. So they brought him in, brought him into court, and played the voicemail for that's him. That's a tough one to get yeah. out of. That's a tough one. They can do anything with Photoshop, but still, that's a tough one. So he had to listen to himself murdering this man where he stabbed him four times, uh, obviously, until death. That's and probably a pretty brutal... I, I hate... I, I was listening to a true crime podcast, and they had an audio recording of somebody being shot that's, and like that's tough, it's, there's, that's tough that's a terrible terrible thing to have to listen to i mean I, especially if you're the one did it oh, because he, you know you fucked dog or if you're the one who has been done too yeah that's yeah. true so he has been sentenced to 85 years behind bars Good. i'm glad he's, he got caught yeah yeah he's he's roughly he looks like he's about 40 45 in this photo so he's gonna die in jail so. I, the only thing that can make this story more interesting is if it was a butt dial. The first person to ever be sent to Rikers because their phone went off <laughs> in their butt. That's why dad can't murder. He is such a incredible butt dialer. Yes, yeah, true. Thank God he's not a psychopath. Or is he? My father butt dials me more than he calls me. That's true. Yeah. That's true. And that, Ryan, is GBI. Fantastic, Tyler. And that is the show. Great job, Tyler. Mm -hmm. Tell them what to do. Well, as Ryan said earlier in the show, go to thoseguysyouhate.com. Click on the links. Wait, wait, wait. Go ahead. Nice. I did that for you, Tyler. Thank you so much. In the bottom right-hand corner, you're going to find a little voicemail icon. You can go on there. You can click that button, and you could say the dirtiest, the sleaziest, the sexiest stuff you've ever wanted to say. To these guys. You could record yourself stabbing somebody. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Do that on your own personal voicemail. Don't do that with ours. Just send it through. Let's do, see if we could use it for the show. Do not be smirch the those guys you hate.com voicemail. <laughs> I love you guys. <laughs> Great job, uh, Tyler. Yeah, so you, you and, crushed it. And thank you for the support, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. We love you. We are just we're growing and we're growing and we're growing. And not uh, unlike that goiter on your neck. And we can't 
You can see that? Sure. And you we put just, lipstick on it. We, it looks good. We can't thank you guys enough. No, nah, and and, and uh, I we, we did a bunch of this last week. There have been so many people who have tuned in. Our numbers have been great. Tell your friends about us. I, I know that we hit it pretty hard in the on the mental health, and, and that's not everybody's bag, baby. But what I will tell you is if there's somebody out there who you want to help out and they aren't into this stuff, and, and, and hopefully what we're shooting for is for this stuff to be accessible and mm-hmm. us to have fun, pass it on. Review, uh, you know, do all those little things that can help uh, raise us up. Only if it's five stars. We want to keep this thing shooting to the top. You got it. You got to five star us, guys. Tyler, what is the? I feel good about this. Tyler, what is the moral of the story? I am going to reiterate what I said very quickly on the depression index. Challenge yourself to be alone, no matter how terrifying it might be. Challenge yourself, ladies and gentlemen. I promise in the long run, although it might be scary as shit right now, in the long run, it will benefit you immensely. I promise you. Ryan, what is the moral of the story? My moral of the story is this. If you're on social media, if you're in these particular um, relationships in your life and there's something off about it, there's something that just doesn't feel right, Pay attention, listen to those voices, and there is a really good chance that what you're out there looking for is a possible thing to replicate inside of yourself. You can be the one who gives yourself the attention that it is you're looking for. Well said. We're those guys you hate. Be kind, or we'll kill you. Red circle. Ready. I'm ready. That's creepy. Yes. Yes. You know, I I accidentally made the mistake at at, at looking at some nudie photos on Quora. What? Nudie? Some nudie photos. Uh, Of on on Quora of of whom? Uh, Just whatever they got. And uh, wait, now wait. they're like emailing me and shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, uh, they do that. Hey, can we play this a little bit cooler? Why Why do they have nude photos on Quora? Quora is like a, a website where you go and you ask questions and then the community can can respond. Exactly. Why would there be? Why would there be? Sometimes you ask a question like, can anybody show me them with clothes on and without clothes on? That's a question. <laughs> That's actually right? true. I've never seen photos on Quora. So Any that one. Nudie that, cute. It's all it's th- all photos. Th- on Quora? Yeah. Oh, I see all the ones I had were just written text. No, no, there's photos on there. A lot of the you've got mail that I send you comes from Quora. Again, Mm. I wake up in the morning and I use Quora social media, which I'm generally against. Mm -hmm. Uh, It could be great for warming up your brain in the morning, but it's a double-edged sword because it could keep you there. Well, and it also depends on what you come across. If what you come across is really negative and really just like... uh, For me, it's nudie cuties. (laughs) That's creepy. Yeah, and they're like getting involved in my personal business. What do they call it? It's um, uh, doom scrolling. If you doom scroll first thing in the morning, it could set you up mentally in the... Oh, one one million percent. Put put you in the wrong place. And that's the thing with Quora. I'll never get addicted to it. 
Because it sucks. It's so bad. You said you get on it every morning. I get on it every morning. That sounds like an addiction. No, 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 no. I use it to warm up my brain. And every morning I'm like, this sucks. This is not a good social media platform. So even though you know it's bad, you go to it every single morning and that's not addicted to it. I use it for a good purpose, for warming up my brain, and then I shut it off and get out. There is no part of me that's like, oh, I just want to sit there and keep looking at it because, as I said, it's trash. You literally just said the term nudie cuties. I cannot imagine that is a positive. I put the dick in addicted, Tyler. I have such a weird cycle with this show, and I can kind of see it in some ways in other parts of my life, and here's what I mean. Sometimes with this show, tell me if you agree with it, Sometimes you feel like, bro, we are crushing it. Things are happening. And sometimes you feel like, ugh, man, we're just not on point. Like these last couple of shows that we put out just haven't felt like, do you feel that way? Or is it just my perfectionism? No, I think, I think that's kind of like our personalities. Right. Like, like we'll go through a week where, where, where one of us is really up and feeling good. The other one's down. We'll go through weeks where both of us are down. Those are weeks. the most fun weeks. Yeah. I like those weeks. Yeah. They are the most creative weeks. For sure. <laughs> just all like nine inch nails cover songs. So I think this is a, uh, I, I think the show is just a representation of what, what's going on in our lives. And that's perfect because very often when I'm very low or, you know, I, I, I'm not even talking about in my depression or whatever. I'm just talking about very low in the way that I see the show is a great example of what it is I'm trying to get across. I expect nothing from the show. And then sometimes I could be pleasantly surprised, be like, oh, I thought this wasn't that great. And then I went back and I listened to it and it's great. Right now we're rolling with this thing and yeah. I'm I'm putting such pressure on myself to make the show good. I want it mm -hmm. to rise up. A bunch of new people have been listening. I want to impress them. I wish I hadn't said new to cuties. Forget about that. You we'll done edit did that it. out. You done did it that again. That won't be there. Yeah. I was talking about the little tangerines. You did it again. Yeah. 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 Sure. They rhyme. Yeah. Can't help that. It's so true. That makes it true. And, and I find myself doing that sometimes in regular life as well. Sometimes when I'm down, I find it more easy to concentrate. Sometimes when I'm up, I'm expecting too much from myself. Does that, does that make sense? Does that resonate what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, uh, they, they teach you that like in, in, you know, I've, I've done the, I've, I've dabbled, I should say dabbled in like, um, uh, stand-up comedy and, and, and I'm now I'm doing acting and all that. And they, and they really tell, they tell you that is don't try to impress the audience. When you start acting directly for the audience, you forget what you're doing up on stage and you lose yourself. You're totally in your head. Where the magic comes from, just in being creative in any way, Orlando. is just... Really? I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. This is a comedy show yeah, and yeah, that yeah. was not... And and doing and doing these things just to impress the audience, you actually wind up achieving the opposite of that. I find that in my actual social life it's where a, I'm trying to life. impress somebody. I don't know why. And I seem like a schmuck and then I'm just living my life and being me. And, uh, you know, sometimes that really works out. That's an interesting take. I've never heard that before. Yeah. It's just being natural and being, uh, and being self-confident. And it's hard to do those things when you're totally in your head thinking, okay, what's the next funny thing that I can say? You're trying to read the other person and I teach me how to be natural. Show me what steps I have to do to you be, you to asking be, me to be, natural you asking me give me the script to be natural and i'll read it damn it and um now another thing that i would really like to talk about something that happened within the last couple of hours is you and i just went to a function we were working and what was the first thing that somebody said to you the moment that we walked into <laughs> I, I i just want to discuss this on the show because i want to point a finger into the camera and tell people 
Don't do that. Nah, I, I mean, yeah, I agree. Don't do that. But at the same time, I'm, it really, I, I really, I said it to you. I really noticed my progress mentally because it, it just, it rolled right off my back, much like the sweat. It, I, it uh, wasn't I, something that bothered you, but it was something that stood out to me. It, it sure. was that same damn lady, wasn't it? No, no. I no, think it was. No, it was a different lady. But the, well, I, I walked into the assembly that we were walking into and, uh, and <laughs> I, I'm a sweater. I, I sweat very easily. And this girl that we, this woman that we knew was there and she saw me and she said, Hey, what's up? And looked up at my head and immediately pointed at my forehead and just went <laughs> you're sweaty already and i just like yeah yeah I, I, i'm a guy i sweat like what do you want this is an annual thing that happens and there was one other time where well the other one was far more egregious it was it was aggressive and, and it was far more insecure at the time it was and it was a, a woman who came up and immediately commented on your weight and where you were at at that moment yeah. and, and my point here is this not to call you out because it was a hot fucking day everybody was sweaty i was sweaty wait, wait, wait but tell the other story i'm too. going to oh, oh don't you worry okay All right. and she's well you tell it because i kind of forget it a little bit <laughs> if i could be honest well, I, I had gained a lot of weight like, i had gained like 50 pounds in roughly like four months or so is that true yeah yeah really? I, I fell into the deepest depression of my life do you, and, and, do you remember why or is just the chemicals uh, it, it was spinning just the, at that time? The situation that I was in, I was sure. living alone. I was drinking every single day in the middle of the day. Which will help. And, if you just <laughs> hang in there, it will get you out of your pickle. Yeah, so I was going in and I was eating just like I, every morning I'd go to my favorite place. I'd get a big old Belgian waffle. I'd get a side of hash browns and I'd drink like three cups of coffee. And then it, for lunch, I would go. The and, New York Police Department <laughs> uh, diet. I, would, I, I and, love a Belgian. And, and they're delicious oh. not to be eaten every day and that's then, a once a month deal and then in the in the for lunch i would go to my favorite restaurant flannies and i would drink probably like 12 beers within like a, oh, few, a few hours i remember this time and, and then and then i would eat whatever was on the menu all bad food for you sure. delicious sure but bad food for not you. a lot of kale smoothies over and, there and i and i gained like i said like 50 pounds wow and i, went I didn't in, know this story yeah and i went into this assembly back at that time <laughs> this was years ago i saw that lady today and the lady the principal she literally gestured to all of me pointed at the top my head went down to the bottom of my feet and then went back up to the top of my head and just with with punctuation and shock in her voice she went what happened to you <laughs> what happened to you and then she she circled back later in the day and did it again she did and in all and fairness not i don't mean not a slim lady it's not like uh cindy crawford did this to you sure. this lady's got some i don't want to be mean i mean i'm just saying that's just such a crazy thing to do to somebody agreed and don't do that acknowledge i will acknowledge even here where they are very blunt that was an outlier simply because the lady who was with her that was right behind her when she said it, her eyes went to the size of dinner plates it's not and then she grabbed her by the elbow and went hey 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 no. Yeah. No. Yeah. You need a handler. If you're talking to people like that, you need somebody paying attention to you. And my point is this, not to call out those people. I'm sure they weren't trying to hurt your feelings. Gotta They're love just, and forgive, man. One, one million percent. Love I don't forgive. think that they were trying to be mean and it's a funny story, but don't do that. I We've had this discussion Agreed. on this show before where I have complimented somebody on how they look on their weight and it hit them the wrong way like oh i i used to be fat, or whatever the deal is let's just stop doing that yeah you, you can you tell used somebody, to be fat that's why i'm complimenting you on how skinny you are now uh, let's just say to somebody hey you look good man you look you look healthy i say you healthy look, you look say healthy. whatever it is or happy happy is a good one you leave look, it you look happier now i don't like the context of why that. 
no, no, not, not, not you. You look miserable. You look cherubic in your cheeks specifically. Tyler, do you know who? I don't think there's anything wrong with happy. AJR. Well, it's not real. Do you know who AJR is? Uh, the the group, or yes. maybe he's just a person. Maybe just the guy. No, the group, and you oh. know the guy, right? I, I like them. They're they're pretty popular. They're pretty trendy. So maybe other people don't like them. Mm. I still have that like um, PTSD from middle school, where I'm afraid to tell people what kind of music I like because I don't want them to make fun of me. So, uh, dude, just embrace that shit, man. Bad blood by Taylor Swift. She is not my favorite artist in the world, but that song, I will shake my fucking ass. To. I'm more of a shake it off guy. Truly. Also a good song. So AJR, what do you know about that guy? Uh, about him? Nothing. I know his music are, they're like the majority of the songs that I've heard are bangers. Really great. The, very the, very the, creative, very well produced, very slick. The beats are very, I, I would almost call it unique, the, the type of sound that he sure, plays. Sure, uh, But in terms of the guy himself, I, I have no idea. But when you think of him in your mind's eye, what comes up? Nothing. I, nothing. He reminds me of a young Eminem, and what I mean by that is, he's stuck for the rest of his life is it bleached hair? In that hat. He's wearing oh. that he's wearing that lumberjack hat. Oh. You know the hat that covers your ears and then it flips <laughs> up in the front? Sure. Like yeah. uh I th- that, That's unfortunate. It's uh, that poor fucking guy. Who is it? Is it the is it the lead singer from ACDC who has to wear that just the little school bike? Tiny, <laughs> little, tiny little I don't want to wear the shorty pants tonight. Tiny little school uniform. Can I get a pair of slacks please? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, that's unfortunate. It's one of those things. See ya. Like she's just not allowed to ever see anything anymore which is kind of ironic <laughs> now that i say that out loud sure i can't see you yeah it's uh i mean eminem escaped the the bleach blonde hair he did that while he was doing the slim shady thing and immediately and, i i haven't heard of him since i think it just completely bankrupted his whole one hit wonder that's it <laughs> eminem, no, i mean geez but i i i really do like them but i just i seen this guy you know it's years and they they played their music videos all the time at my gym i think they got some sort of weird fucking i scratch my back you scratch yours because they play them all the time possibly he's been wearing that same fucking hat for years and years and i just feel bad for him yeah, like, uh, yeah. let him put on a visor sure let him flip on a a bowler cap can i get a sun cap please? please something something i don't know and finally tyler a study in 2012 finds that over 20 percent of children report hearing voices. What do you think about that? What's the percentage again? Over 20%. Over 20%. And this is worldwide? What, uh, is, the, what they, is the study? They just say children, and I, I, have, I have one sentence here. So this yeah. is what I'm going to ask. So just you. children, over this, 20% of children. Children. They, they've ch- studied every person on well, earth, every child on earth, and I need to know what their age range of the children are. I need to know how many children have been asked. This is a very... You're making this less fun. <laughs> this you're is making very, this less fun. What you're doing is very... It, it's very. It's a very catching sentence. You hear that, and you're like, whoa, that's crazy. Because I have big Do you know how th- many different things go into studies? I have big thoughts on it. And can children really know what other voices are and what's just your thinking voice and i mean i've heard i've heard voices before i remember living with mom when i was a kid living at mom's house when i was a kid and and being upstairs in my room and just hearing tyler and i'm like what the fuck i think we've all been in some sort of situation like that i don't doubt it i don't know about that whispering of my name specifically but this is what i'm going to say to you if i told you tyler i'm going to lock you in a garage and you have it's filled with snakes Okay. okay Indiana Jones all of a sudden. Over 20% of them are poisonous. You would say, we got to get rid of all these snakes. I Over 20%. That is way too high of a... <laughs> what? The only response, You're looking at me weird. The only response I'm going to give is, I want to see how this thought is going to end. Go ahead. 
Go ahead. The analogy ends how? Well, now you're making me feel weird. I'm just saying that that over 20% of kids hear voices. I think we got to nip this thing in the bud, man. There it is. There it is. I'm just saying that we need to think... I don't want to say exterminating children. You said it. No, I don't want to say that. I don't want to say that. That has a bad context to it. It's it 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 feels weird coming out of my mouth. So how would you phrase it? I'll let you guys decide. Mm. I'm just report. I'm not asking. Adopt the void of where the children used to be. I'm not telling you to think. I'm just asking if you would like to. Uh, Right now, no. Okay, fine. I do not. Kill Tyler. Oh, there it is again. (laughs) Who are you, Satan? Tyler, have you seen my glasses? (laughs) I haven't seen them in weeks. Let's do the show.